welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. grateful to you oh thank you for the gift of your presence oh God we will never remain the same we will never remain the same in the name of Jesus glory to God have your sitting God's presence for a minute last Sunday I began to talk about the man God uses how to leave the supernatural naturally naturally if you haven't listened to the first part, go on the website phking.kingsword.org and listen to it. I talked about how the anointing for responsibility when it comes on you, that's what God looks for. And it doesn't matter if you're a son, but if you can't take responsibility as a son, it's difficult for God to use you. But when you take responsibility as a son, it's easy for God to use you. And that God looks at responsibility over sonship. So he will not say because my son is the heir to the throne and he's five years old and he cannot drive. Because he's heir to the throne, I should give him the car keys. No. He needs to be able to drive because in the, in the kingdom of God, God is responsible. So we don't approach God on the basis of our sonship. We approach him on the basis of responsibility and purpose. And purpose. So who God decides to use is because there is a purpose to what he wants done. And the Bible tells us that he's no respecter of persons at all. No respecter of persons. The time is fast spent, but I just want to touch very briefly today. Exodus chapter 31 and verse 6 says, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hor, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship to design artistic works, to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in cutting jewels for setting, in carving wood, and to work in all manner of workmanship. And indeed, I have appointed with him Aholia, the son of Ahishamak, of the tribe of Dan, and I have put wisdom in his heart of all the gifted artisans that they may make all that I have commanded you. They were not there when God commanded Moses. God gave Moses an instruction. But then he said, I have put in this person the spirit of wisdom, knowledge and understanding to do certain things that I have asked Moses to do. So I, I read that and it occurred to me that when God sent Moses, God needed some other people to walk with him. But he said, look, I have put 
in this person the spirit that will help Moses to accomplish the work. So the reason God put the spirit on him is not because of him. The reason God put the anointing on him is not because of him. It's because of the assignment that he gave Moses. So when the anointing of God comes on you for something, it comes on you because there is something God wants to accomplish. So God commanded Moses somewhere and God anointed someone else somewhere to do what he had commanded Moses to do. Matthew chapter 25 from verse 14. So for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each one according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, someone say a long time. The Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought the five and said, Lord, you delivered five to me. Look, I've gained five more. And the Lord said to him, well done. You're doing well. Good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. He who also had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents besides them. And the Lord said to him, you're doing well. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Then he had, he who had received one came and said, Lord, I know you are a hard man. Reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. Look. There you have it. What is yours? You have what? What is yours? But the Lord answered and said, You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. Someone say interest. Now, take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. Someone say, God wants me to profit. The anointing of God on you is for profit. The anointing on God on you is to make profit. So God doesn't just anoint you and then do nothing with it. He said, I have anointed Aholiab. I have gifted him with this skill to do this and to do that. What I have commanded Moses to do. And then the same thing here. The kingdom of heaven is like this. And God gives this one this. But this one was wise. He took the talents, went to trade with it, did business with it, did all sorts with it, multiplied it. That is the plan of God. When he said, he said, be fruitful and what? Multiply. So when you are not fruitful and you're not multiplying, it's difficult for God to use you. Say, pastor, what do I have? You have something. 
So what God is looking for, why it is not, you're not getting more, is because that little one you have, you're not doing anything with it. So what he will do, the one, Pastor Tai was talking about seed sowing, the one that has not, because that person did not profit with what God has given, take. And you're wondering, why is this person keep getting, keep getting, the one you have, use it. Tell your neighbor, use it. The one you have, use it. Because God is a God of multiplication. He wants to do more. He wants to profit. He wants to profit. Isaiah 48 and 17, it says, Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit. Who leads you in the way that you should go. leads you in the way that you should go. Glory to God. I just want to run. I don't want to read too many. The anointing of God is so strong. God's anointing on your life is not a waste. And you should never treat it with levity. Never. Never treat it with levity. Never treat it with levity. One part of scripture says I'll, I'll show you that part of scripture. Luke chapter 19. From verse 13. Let's start from verse 12. He said therefore, a noble man, I'm reading English standard version, went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and then return. Calling ten of his servants, he gave them ten miners and said to them, engage in business until I come. Another translation, New King Jesus tells you, do business till I come. KJV tells you, occupy till I come. So I've broken it down for you. You see where it's coming from? So what God has given you, what is he saying? He said, do business till I come. So God is expecting of us that look, the person that I will use must be the one that is ready to engage with the little that I have given him or I have given her. The man that I will use and I will give more resources to is the one that will say, God, you gave me this little. I'm thinking of a way to multiply it. I'm thinking of a way to increase it. I'm thinking of a way so that when you come, I will say, Lord, you gave me a tree. From that tree, I have made a chair. I have made a table. You gave me sand. From that sand, I've made glass. God will never give you a finished product. So you keep looking. That God, every other person has chairs. How come I don't have chair? It's because he has given you what you use to make chair. You are looking for wooden chair. And the raw material he gave you is a plastic chair. Is someone hearing me? The raw material he gave you is a plastic chair. Because you are seeing wooden chair everywhere. You concluded that nothing, nothing good can come out of Nazareth. You concluded. Not knowing that the raw material he gave you is different from the raw material he gave this one. Now, the fact that she's creating wooden chair does not mean I don't have the capacity to create wooden chair. To create my own kind of chair. He has given unto every one of us the measure of faith. So the man that God will use is the one that will take the little that God has given him and say, God, 
I take this thing and I multiply it. I do business with it. I engage in business till he comes. And he's always coming. He's not talking of the last day. No. He's talking about every time there's accountability. Every time he comes to ask you how market. He wants to see the fruitfulness. He wants to see the profit. But then remember that when he anointed Aholiab, he said to him to do what I have commanded Moses to do. God's resources is for God's plan. God's resources is for what he wants done. Not what you want done. I heard some people say, by the time my car arrives, they will take in this town. Is that the purpose? Is that the purpose? By the time I build my house, they will know that I have arrived. That's not the purpose. No. When God commits resources to your hands, it's for his kingdom. It's to expand his kingdom. It's to grow his kingdom. It's so that, let me share something to you. The Bible says that let me look for that scripture. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm trying to remember the scripture. It's just off my head. That the things you are engaged in, maybe someone can help me with that. The things you are engaged in, is such that the birds of the air will come and nest. Someone help me look for that scripture, Pastor Paul. The birds of the air will come and nest. And nest, I think somewhere in Matthew or so, will come and nest on it. Meaning that your expression in Christ Jesus should be such that you are providing succor and comfort, not just for yourself, but that the birds of the air will find solace because you exist. That because you are on ground, because you are alive and living, because you are where you are, your workplace, your home, your community, your environment, because of you, many other people are finding expression in grace. industries are hiding in some of you. Looking for a job everywhere. You are supposed to be the employer. Empl you are the ones that God has said, look, this person, the anointing on you is so that you'll be an employer of labor. But, sorry? Matthew 13. Great. That so that you will be employer of labor. But you are going about with your CV looking for who to employ you. Matthew 13. Yeah. Yeah. He put another parable before them saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds. But when it has grown, it is larger than all the garden plants and comes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nest in his branches. That is the goal. 
that is the goal of your multiplication. That's the goal of your fruitfulness. That's the goal of your profiting. That's the goal. So anything you engage in that ends with you, your wife, your children, your dog and your cat has nothing to do with kingdom at all. Has nothing to do with kingdom. He says so that the birds of the air can come and make its nest in its branches. So that you grow. When it, he said I will bless you and you will be a blessing. That's scripture. I'm not blessing you for you. I'm blessing you so that you will be a blessing. But if everything I have, I keep, I corner, nothing goes out of me. No, there is he that scatter it. And there is he that withholdeth more. And what did the Bible say? It tends to what? It tends to poverty. It tends to poverty. Everything comes to you. Nothing leaves you. Nothing. Nothing leaves you. There is no way. I've said it a million times. Any permanent relief experience anyone will get has to come from inside. Any relief experience you get from outside is temporary. But the one that is permanent is the one that comes from inside. Someone say, I hear. Genesis 1.28 And God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it. Have dominion. God is a God of fruitfulness and multiplication. He's a God of profit. Proverbs 10 22 says, The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and He adds no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and He adds no sorrow with it. Someone is saying, what has God blessed me with? Whatever he has blessed you with, the talent, the gift, the grace on you that is finding expression, that is what makes you rich. And it adds no sorrow with it. Why? It's in a raw form. It's in a raw form. So when he's saying do business till I come, occupy till I come, engage in business till I come, he's saying that be wise. Don't stay. If every three months you are not doing an evaluation of yourself, I'm not saying to do that to now um, put yourself in depression. No. You evaluate yourself and say, okay, three months or maybe every 90 days. Um, yes, three months, 90 days. Yeah. Every, uh, where am I? What am I doing? How, how is my life moving forward? Where am I financially? Where am I? Just evaluate and say, okay, what can I, what difference can I make? That's the accountability. And you're telling yourself, not because you want to tell people that you have arrived. No. But because there is a, there is a plan, there's an agenda from heaven that if you are not part of that agenda, you will miss out. Water cannot be channeling water and the pipe not be wet. The pipe cannot be channeling water and the pipe not be wet. No, of course. But rather than become, become, a, become a pipe in the hand of God, the one that channels the resources, don't be the one that keeps it. No, no. 
any bucket that you take to the tap cannot be more full than the bucket. Am I correct? But the pipe that transfers the water will always be wet as long as there's water flowing. As long as there's water flowing. So I'll rather be the pipe that channels the water and God is using me to do that than be the one that is taking water with the bucket all the time. I go to the tap to take water. And God is saying to you, you are supposed to be an employer of labor and you are looking for work everywhere. If you don't start it now, the people God has said in two, three years that you are going to employ, their joblessness is in your hand. Their joblessness is in your hand. Someone say, I hear. Stand to your feet. Lift your hands to heaven. I prophesy to you as you recognize that there is an anointing on you, as you recognize that God has graced you for something, as you recognize that, hey, there is something I have. I prophesy that as that recognition comes and dawns on you, you begin to make profit in the name of Jesus. As you recognize that God's anointing rests on you. That consciousness that I've been anointed for something. Just the same way scripture says God anointed Aholiab to do something he had commanded Moses to do. I prophesy as you recognize that anointing, you begin to do business in deep waters and profit in the name of Jesus. You step out and realize that hey, I am different. Something is on me. Something is on me. I prophesy. You become the one that God chooses to do what He wants done in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands, church. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.